Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. We've got some major spoilers on the women's elimination chamber match. There's a backstage update on Jade Cargill's main roster role. Former WWE Divas Champion Maurice reveals a rare pre-cancer diagnosis and former wrestler Billy Jack Haynes arrested after the death of his wife. Hello and welcome to What Culture Wrestling here, the solo Sunday news. Myself, Andrew Pollard. I hope you're well. I hope you're good. Obviously, from the, the, the lead in there, you can see there's some light topics to talk about. There's also some pretty serious stuff going on at the moment as well. So, right, let's start things off on a lighter note, and it's the Elimination Chamber, which is coming up uh, from Perth, Australia in, what is it, Saturday the 24th of February, so just in a couple of weeks' time. Well, technically less than two weeks time uh, Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch have already cemented their spots in the women's chamber match and PW Insider now has some uh, an update some news on who will be joining them so some spoilers there for this chamber match so skip ahead you know maybe 30 seconds a minute if you don't want to hear them if you do stay with me you're still with me good right so joining Becky and Bianca we're gonna have Liv Morgan we're gonna have Naomi we're gonna have Tiffany Stratton and we're gonna have Jade Cargill. Yes. Uh, interestingly, these were the final six eliminations in the Women's Royal Rumble match last month. Uh, that Rumble being won by Bailey. So, yes, the, the the women who did so well in the Rumble, their momentum's going to carry over to Elimination Chamber, where the winner of that match will challenge for the Women's World title, currently held by Rhea Ripley, at WrestleMania XL, WrestleMania 40. Now, Rhea herself defends that against Nia Jax at the Elimination Chamber. So, you know, whoever wins this, they, they could be facing Nia Jax. Who knows? Yeah, I'm 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 kind of totally thinking it's Rhea Ripley, uh, and obviously the the early favourite to win the the women's chamber is Becky Lynch. But yeah, the um, it's the, the names involved in this are all it all feels very fresh because obviously you've had we have Liv Morgan who's returned from injury, what was it, shoulder injury that kept her out for a good chunk of last year. You have Naomi who returned to the company at the Royal Rumble, having spent uh, the bulk of last year in TNA, having a great run there. I think what was it April that she turned up there and through for the rest of the year but a great great run there as trinity uh you've got tiffany stratton who's recently joined the main roster as part of the smackdown brand and you've got jade cargill who made a wwe in-ring debut at the rumble and is being heavily courted by both raw gm adam pierce and smackdown gm nick aldis so that is quite the start of chamber match if that is indeed the lineup that that does well that is gone through with because that is the current lineup and i'm all for that i, I think it's there's a lot of great talent there, um, and I think it, by putting sort of like newcomers, as it were, like Tiffany Stratton and Jade Cargill, as in new to mainstream eyes or WWE eyes, I guess, um, then it's a, it's a case of like, oh, these kind of feel like they belong. If they're hanging in there with a Becky Lynch, with a Bianca Belair, uh, then yeah, that kind of feels like a big deal, as we saw in the Royal Rumble with the the interactions that, that those talent had with some of the bigger names in there, like Jade, obviously with Nia Jax, with Becky Lynch, with Naomi, with Bailey. Yeah, uh, that that stuff like that doesn't happen for a reason. But sticking with the topic of Jade, 
And there's an update on where she will be going in the immediate future, or could be going in the immediate future. As I said, both Raw and SmackDown are trying to sign Jade at the moment. Uh, in terms of a kayfabe sense in WWE, she's the hot free agent who everybody is, is bidding for. Uh, a bit like, well, obviously there's Braun Breaker as well. But yes, uh, again, this comes from PW Insider, where there's been talks right now of having Jade being featured on the SmackDown brand in the build to WrestleMania. So it looks like... For now, it'll be Nick Aldis who'll be winning in that bidding war, uh, the bidding war of 2024, I guess we could call it. But yeah, if, if uh, it, the, the, the phrasing of this is quite interesting because it says that Jade, uh, the, there's been talks of her being on SmackDown in the lead to WrestleMania, but then the way it's phrased was like, well, that could mean that maybe after WrestleMania, she's over to Raw. I mean, there will be a draft. Um, who knows? And also there's, there's questions about like, what, what, what will Jade Cargill be doing at WrestleMania? Because you think in the way she was featured in the Royal Rumble, the way she's been presented on WWE TV and any of her appearances, to be fair, or the way she's been presented on WWE on the websites or any of the um, online stuff they've done, um, what is it, WWE Digital or, or whatever it's called, uh, they, she has been presented as a huge deal. So if she's coming off the back of the Rumble, she's all the talk of like, we she'll to Raw or SmackDown. If that plan for the Elimination Chamber does come to pass and she's in that, that's another massive spot. So then then you feel like there's no way after all that you can lead her, leave her off WrestleMania. So what would you do about WrestleMania? I mean, let us know in the comments what you do with Jade Cargill at WrestleMania. Uh, I, I mean, for me, I really, there was a, a moment in the Royal Rumble and the crowd popped big for it as well, where there's like a kind of face off with Jade Cargill and Bianca Belair. And it's like, oh, this, this could get tasty. So, uh, and Bianca Belair right now does not have a dance partner at WrestleMania. Uh, for, for me, I think that the plan, just from looking from the outside, looking in, I was thinking maybe Bianca and Charlotte Flair would have been what we'd get this year at WrestleMania. Obviously, Charlotte Flair's out for uh, uh, basically till could be to the end of this year with with the uh, the many many what was it MCL MCL ACL. There was about three or four different things in their knee that just boom. So that's Charlotte off the uh, the board. So Bianca Belair needs something to do at WrestleMania. Jade Cargill needs something to do at WrestleMania. Would it be a little bit too soon to put Jade in that sort of spotlight in a one on one match against someone like Bianca Belair? Maybe, maybe they could tag up. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, that's something to keep uh, an eye on. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now, switching folks over to some more serious topics here. Um, uh, Maurice Mizanin um, has revealed that she's had a, a rare pre-cancer diagnosis. 
Um, now she took to uh, to Instagram uh, to reveal that she's due to undergo a total hysterectomy after having eleven serous borderline tumors removed. Um, now, Maurice used this opportunity to urge more women to pursue the advice of other doctors if their initial concerns are dismissed. Um, in the case of Maurice, she detailed how she spent the past year speaking to countless doctors after suffering from severe abdominal distension and swelling and extreme fatigue. And it was eventually a Los Angeles-based doctor, Dr. Uh, excuse my pronunciation here if I butcher this, Dr. Thais Aliabadi uh, is the one who Maurice labels as the superhero who helped save her life. Now, a week ago, um, they performed surgery on Maurice, what was potentially endo triosis disease. Uh, now, 11 implants were removed and tested, with the results coming back negative for endometriosis, but all 11 showing serious borderline tumors, which Maurice calls a very sneaky and aggressive rare precancer of the ovaries that if those become cancer, the survival rate is less than a year. So we'll talk about some very very serious stuff there. Um, now, Maurice explained how she's scheduled for this total hysterectomy surgery in four weeks and that she's remaining positive and determined to beat this thing. There's only one option and it's winning this battle. As a mom to two young daughters, I have to. Um, obviously, this is um, awful news. I speak for all of us here at What Culture Wrestling and wishing uh, Maurice and, and the family uh, all the best uh, in the, with, the, with the surgery and the, the fallout of that and the recovery. Um, so yeah, all, all, the, all the best to Maurice on that. That's... Um, yeah, from one serious topic now to another serious topic. Um, you may have seen this. Well, it is a developing story. So you may have seen this developing story over the last uh, day or so. And uh, the former wrestler, uh, former WWE star Billy Jack Haynes, has been arrested after his wife's death. Now, uh, William Albert Haynes the third, known to wrestling fans as Billy Jack Haynes, was arrested on Thursday, and his wife was found dead in the family home. The KOIN Channel 6 uh, station was the first to report on this, which was at the time an uncooperative standoff a former wrestler had with police after a shooting at an address in Portland, Oregon. Uh, police were called to that residence shortly before 10 a.m. local time following reports of gunfire with a two-hour standoff then taking place before the man was taken into custody. Uh, that suspect was identified later as William Albert Haynes III, a.k.a. Billy Jack Haynes. Uh, after entering the property, the body of Haynes' wife, 85-year-old Jeanette Beecraft, was found with a local med medical examiner sorry, uh, confirming the cause of death as homicide by gunshot wound. Uh, the police, uh, the Portland Police Bureau has since released a statement noting Haynes is currently in a local hospital where he's receiving treatment for an issue unrelated to the homicide. Um, as they put it in their statement, the, the suspect is in the Thursday Lens, uh, yeah, the, sorry, the suspect in the Thursday Lens neighborhood homicide investigation is identified as William Albert Haynes, Jr., 70, of Portland. Haynes is Jeanette Peacraft's husband. He's in police custody at a local hospital while he's being treated for a medical condition unrelated to the homicide or his contact with law enforcement. Once he's released from hospital, which may be dead, Days from now, he's expected to be booked into jail. Haynes' charges will be released once he's booked. Additional updates will be made via news release as appropriate to the investigation. Uh, so again, this is uh, still very much somewhat of a developing situation for those young fans who maybe aren't familiar with Billy Jack Haynes. He's someone who made his name um, in the, well, the, the Pacific Northwest as a powerful baby face, just kind of chiseled from stone sort of thing. Um, uh, and through the early 80s, ended up signing with the, the then WWF, as it were, the World Wrestling Federation in 1986. It was at WrestleMania 3 against Hercules Hernandez. Uh, and he'd later worked for Herb Abrams, the doomed UWF, uh, and, and had a, a cup of coffee in WCW before retiring in 1996. So, yeah, this is another story to uh, 
to i'm sure this will be followed up on in the next uh, few days by the the rest of the guys on uh, on the morning news videos so that is another it's it's just yeah that's that's not a great situation so right let's move on to your question and try and wrap things up on a more uh light-hearted note hector garcia the third's got in touch hey hector uh, happy solo sunday on my birthday eve happy birthday for tomorrow hector Go and wish Hector a birthday for tomorrow. Uh, with all the world title chaos, do you think it's ripe for a Money in the Bank cash-in at WrestleMania, or should they wait for the current chaos to settle, then set Priest up for a cash-in? Now, before the chaos, <laughs> before plans changed, uh, I was very much for CM Punk, Seth Rollins headline in night one. I wasn't too sure he'd win. I was kind of maybe leaning towards Seth retaining, and then you get the cash-in. I've waved. Punk wins. You get the cash-in, and Damian Priest becomes... that. That's the end of WrestleMania night one with Damian, Damian Priest as the new World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, now, though, I'm, I'm not too sure. I think that there's still scope for that. And you could, because I, I believe it'll be Drew McIntyre going against Seth. And I think that could work really well with the story if if McIntyre beats Seth and then straight away that room, that moment is ruined after oh, obviously all his complaining, all his, his moments have been ruined when he's been a world champ before. It's in the, the pandemic, the empty arenas. And I think that could be a really nice touch if McIntyre wins in front of a big crowd, beats Seth Rollins, then immediately gets uh, cashed in on and loses the belt to Damien Priest. And obviously they've already got issues anyway, Damien Priest, Priest and McIntyre. So I think you can still go ahead and do something with the money in the bank at WrestleMania. Obviously it's not going to involve uh, Roman and Cody by, by all accounts. Right, next question. James Key's got in touch. Hey, James. Hey, Adam. Long time. Well, I, we do have 86 Adams at work here. I actually am not one of them. But I much appreciate the question anyway, James. Uh, hey, Adam, long-time subscriber, but first time sending the question for the Sunday news. Can we see The Rock turning on Roman Reigns and preventing the rest of the bloodline from interfering in this match against Cody so we can get a clean result? That could be very much on the table, where The Rock, essentially, he doesn't help Cody win as such as in he doesn't interfere. He just stops other people from interfering. That is one way to go. But for me, I don't know. I'm quite happy with, right now, just seeing The Rock healing it up with Roman Reigns. I'm, I'm intrigued by where they where they go with that. Um, but it could all be kind of Cody and Rock have been working together. Uh, oh no, that, that'd be a bit naff at this point. But Rocky's aware of the bigger picture that Roman's just like, yeah, he's, he's he, he needs to stand on his own two feet and he stops interference. So there there is a chance of that. I personally would not go with that. Daniel Francis, our oh, Shrewsbury fan, has got in touch. Uh, is there any chance Triple H's heart could let him work one more match against The Rock? Nope. Absolutely not. I mean, I am not his doctor, but I believe he's got a, not a pacemaker, I think it's a defibril defibrillator fit fitted in his chest. This is easy for me to say uh, on a Sunday morning when I'm all hooked up on caffeine. Um, yeah, so I, I, there's no way that Triple H will be able to get cleared, whether it's against The Rock or anybody else. That's not to say that, that Triple H couldn't have a, a surrogate, that he couldn't pick an opponent, you know, to go against The Rock, whether that's WrestleMania, whether that's somewhere else, whether it's down the line, whether that's Randy Orton. Hey, maybe, maybe... <laughs> He calls on a favor and brings back Stone Cold Steve Austin for one last ride with The Rock. Uh, King Collector's got a touch. Good morning. Morning. Do you think we're in the midst of one of Sami Zayn's runs to a title? He's on a 19-match losing streak, and I think if we have Drew beat Seth for the title at Mania and have Sami win money in the bank for him to cash in for a fair match at SummerSlam. That's one way to do it. I think that I would like to see Drew McIntyre win the world title at WrestleMania. I, I mentioned about Damian Priest maybe cashing in, but I think... There's so much there you can do with Drew and Sammy down the line where Sammy does chase a world title and it is, you know, Drew McIntyre has it and Sammy finally, because as he's talked about, he's never, never beaten Drew McIntyre. And I think you could do that, but I don't think you need to tell it too soon. You could maybe stretch it out even to, to next year, next WrestleMania. 
whether it's Drew McIntyre, whether it's maybe even Gunther, you know, just like a big monster heel where it really is Sammy having to come overcome the odds to beat this person and get this title that he's never won, a world title that he's, he's never won. So, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, you could do the whole Money in the Bank win and, and then cash in, uh, announce it ahead of time for SummerSlam, but I, I don't know. I don't know on that one. Uh, Mike Millen's got in touch. Uh, Milam, sorry, as it says in brackets afterwards. Matt Milam. Um, hey, Andrew, with Osprey, Okada and Money heading to AEW, what matchups are you personally most excited for? Do you agree with Hamlet about strapping Mercedes up ASAP? Thank you. Uh, love your work. Oh, thank you very much, Matt. Um... Yeah, I, I, I agree with Hamlet because, hey, hi, brain. Me and Hamlet often are on the same wavelength. Um, so, yeah, no, I, th I think Mercedes, you could strap her up immediately, straight away. As soon as you get a chance, you, you could. In terms of matchups, I'm, I'm excited about. Uh, just to pick maybe one for each of those people, uh, I think, I mean, in terms of Mercedes Monet, for me, it's Diana Perazzo. I, I just, I think Diana Perazzo is great. I think she could be one of the sleeper hires in AEW history. Is in like some people may not be aware of her. She, she doesn't quite have as big a name as Okada or Mercedes or Will Ospreay, but Diana Perazzo is one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Speaking of best wrestlers on the planet, actually that that throws up another one: Serena Deeb and Mercedes Monet. I'm so happy to see Serena Deeb back on my screen and and just doing Serena Deeb things. She's just, yeah. Uh, so what else? O Okada and Osprey. Osprey, I think Osprey Danielson. Um, that one comes to mind for me quite easy. Okada, that's an interesting one. He's, he's tangled with quite a few of the, the AW roster already. Uh, it might be a little bit of a curve. I mean, I'll always say Ricky Starks for any answer because, hey, Ricky Starks is, is the man. But uh, I think on this one as well, I'm also going to offer up Claudio Castagnoli. I just think that that could be fun. That could be nice and snug. Obviously, Eddie Kingston would be a nice one as well. But yeah, I, I'm going to go Claudio. I'm going to go Claudio for Okada. Danielson for Osprey. And then Serena Deeb and or the other Prato for Mercedes. Uh, T on a B has got in touch. I don't consider night one of a mania to be a headliner. And I think it is the modern equivalent of the Undertaker match. What are your thoughts on this? And there we go. Technically, a picture of a pet. Send me pictures of your pet. There's a nice big giant duck there. Uh, I, I do a little bit, yeah. Because... To me, WrestleMania, if you're the main event, the headline, you're the the match closing the show. Now, the show is two days, so technically the match that closes the show is the uh, the second night. So, yeah, but still, it's a massive deal to, to headline a night of WrestleMania, uh, regardless whether or not you consider that the true main event. Um, now, the, the biggest match is always going to be the one that closes out the second. Like, as in this year, you know, it's gonna, we know it's going to be, unless plans change again, it's going to be Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. That match is, is going to be night two closing the show. Um, but I don't I don't want that to take away from the people who've headlined night one because that's still a huge, huge deal. Um, and you can still say, technically, you've, you know, you main evented at, at WrestleMania. But they've kind of, they butchered that term, the meaning of that term, the, the main event, when... You have somebody win a Royal Rumble, and that's it. It's like they're guaranteed to main event WrestleMania, and then that match is like third on the card, or it opens the show. So WWE devalues certain ways of phrasing that over the years just by the fact of like, we have five main events on WrestleMania. It's like, no, you, you have your one. Uh, that is the, the top match. But yes, uh, right, I'm going to try and get through these quickly. Jared Ralphie Allen's got in touch. Hey, Jared, uh, do you see Daddy Magic turn on Danny Garcia at some point? Don't say that. Don't even wish that into existence. I do not. It's a wholesome relationship. Daddy Magic is fantastic. Danny Garcia is fantastic. Do not, do not even think of uh, a Daddy Magic turning on Garcia. I mean, it could happen and it could be pretty great, but I, I like things how they are. The one through Alan Taylor. Uh, Will Tony Khan have learned his lesson from last year in books on AWROH shows in London, either side of All In? Mm, I don't know. Uh, to me, it makes sense. Uh, I mean, 
not to do it just because WWE does it, but if WWE goes to a town for a big pay-per-view, more often the premium live event, whatever, uh, more often than not, they will run the SmackDown on the Friday in that, that area and the Raw on the Monday. Uh, it's just, I guess it's the timing of it with, with AEW, unless you just want to tape shows, because obviously Dynamite's on a Wednesday, so if you've got All In on a Saturday or a Sunday, was it, Saturday, it was, Saturday, was it Saturday? No, it was Sunday last year. Um, yes, yeah, because I had a really long day of... Do anyway, um, yeah, so if you're doing it on a Sunday, you're then going to keep talents around until the Wednesday to do Dynamite. Uh, are you going to get everybody out there for Collision? Uh, is it? Because not everybody that will be on Dynamite or Collision or Rampage are going to be on uh, the event in terms of All In. So then you have the cost of flying extra wrestlers over who aren't there for the, the pay-per-view, but are going to be there for Rampage or Dynamite. Or, and you've got the cost of ex extending the, the stay there in terms of, like I said, if you want to do Dynamite, you have to get there either a couple of days early or a couple of days later. Same with Rampage. So, yeah, I'd like him to do something, but what it is, I'm not too sure. Right, Love Coffee, am I getting my hopes up or is Drew booting Seth for the Battle Mania? I think he is. Uh, Donny Fell, come on, Andrew Guinness Surprise Fire. Scott Demore, where do you think he goes next? Because we possibly see him join AWWE or even New Japan Pro Wrestling. Scott Demore, yes, got fired from TNA earlier in the week, which was a massive, massive shock, especially there's so much positivity around TNA at the moment. And Scott Demore's been a the key figure in all of that and turning what was a, a dead company, turning that around uh, and taking it to a new level of popularity it's not seen in years i'm not saying this is the greatest teenage ever been but it's the greatest it's been in a long time and it's, it's a really enjoyable product uh so if it's me i think scott namore has got yeah i think you know i think any promotion should be of note should have interest in doing something with him i, I don't know where he ends up next uh, i wish him all the best i think he's um a hugely talented fella and we, we can clearly see if you've kept an eye on tna for the last couple of years just the the way that product has turned around and he deserves a lot of credit for for that so yeah i don't know where he goes next uh whether he stays in wrestling or not even but yes uh and with that that does bring to a close this edition of the solo sunday news here myself andrew pollard at what culture wrestling there'll be another video floating around here somewhere for you to click on i'm sure it'd be fantastic it always is or yes uh if it's one of mine probably not anyway with that i bid you adieu i will see you all next weekend uh have a great rest of your weekend Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.